rifling through those long boxes. It's gotta be here, it's gotta be here, it's gotta be here. Aha! Here it is! And bagging those books. I'm out of bags and boards again. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. The Cosmic Force Podcast. A Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Parker Kirk, Caleb Laminek, and Jacob Boat. Now go! Oh, hello everyone, welcome to this episode of the Cosmic Force. We are having some technical difficulties today, which is weird to say for a not live podcast, but that's why things probably look a little different. Uh, but welcome to your bi-weekly Star Wars Comics podcast. We are on youtube.com slash every other Wednesday, as well as your favorite podcasting app. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Utini for where as little as $5 a month. You can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast networks of shows, including uh, Star Wars Archives. Uh, but with that out of the way, let's jump into the show. This week, we are talking about High Republic number one, Return of Phase 3, kind of. It's already kind of been back, but also Shadows of Starlight number two. It's going to be a busy week. But with that said... If I can find the right screen, how are you all doing, guys? Uh, we're doing pretty great here. Uh, you know, we've had some technical difficulties, which since I'm usually the one behind it, I was panicking very much. But then we got we're down at, you know, no, it's not just me. It's everyone else was having difficulty with it. So it kind of helps uh, to know you're not the crazy one here. But no, you know, all that aside, you know, we're doing great here. We're rocking along. We were teasing earlier in the day that, well, it, we'll be able to get two issues in here. No problem. There's absolutely no news to talk about. But we got some last minute news drops. But we'll uh, we'll touch on that in a little bit. Oz, you just had to say something. I did. Oz. Yeah, that was that was my fault. My bad, guys. Uh, yeah, we are doing good. Uh, if you're listening, you probably don't know we're having technical difficulties on your favorite podcast app, but sure. not on Jacob's favorite podcast app because it does it, it will almost not exist probably by the this time is, this comes this out. This is the first time you you neglected to say rest in peace google R- podcast. RIP google Pod- podcast. Yes indeed. Uh but yeah, so we Oz didn't make the fatal mistake of saying there's no news uh for us to talk yeah. about. It'll be a quick show. That's uh, after he said that a slew of things came out. Big first, I mean some ma- at least for us kind of massive yeah. things in the grand scheme maybe not, but Yes. One in particular. The first thing I will pull up a picture on screen, uh, that is uh, two new free comic book day announcements, uh, which is huge for Star Wars. Uh, so we will have a Young Jedi Adventures free comic book day issue written by Daniel Jose Older with art by Andy Dugan uh, that has Court and Nubs on the cover. It's like my two worlds colliding, my little blue guys. Super exciting. And somehow that might not be the, I mean, that is huge, but that might not be the biggest thing because for the first time since marvel took over comics in 2015 for star wars we are getting a marvel free comic book day issue uh we don't know anything about it uh it has what i think looks like a rod rice cover uh with darth vader and luke skywalker um Mm -hmm. i'm going to take a wild guess and say charles soul's probably writing it um but as (laughs) right now that's all we know granted by the time this show comes out we will probably know significantly more um but yeah it also Luke's yellow lightsaber is on it, which I think is kind of weird given where this story is clearly heading and the pace. That was of it. exactly well, what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, well, but it's a free comic book day. So who knows where they're going to set yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Timeline. Yeah. Uh, but the I don't know. The fact that it's got his yellow saber makes me think it ties in directly with the current run. 
Yeah. Um, but it could tie in directly with, you know, like three trade paperbacks ago. Uh, which speaking of trades, uh, I would suggest to grab this, even if you're a trade collector, because with Marvel's track know. record, there's a very good chance this will not end up collected. If it does, it might be in years. Uh, look at Storms of Crate, which we are finally getting in volume two. Uh, but there's still DJ. There's still hand, yeah, is, yeah, DJ from Han Solo, I think, is not collected. Is the Beckett one as well, or is that I Beckett's remember. in the Han Solo, uh, the solo adaptation, right? Book. Or it's okay. in Double or Nothing, or or Imperial Cadet, one of those, right? Yeah. Anyway, pick this up because we might never see it again, and. Uh, I'm I'm excited though, and I just looked it up. This might be the reason Marvel's doing it. Do y'all know when Free Comic Book Day is? It is May the fourth. May the fourth. It is May the fourth, twenty twenty four. Y'all already knew apparently. Uh, yeah. So I, that that makes sense. I know this because it is also my partner pointed out after I posted about these uh, today that is my graduation day. So I am <laughs> going to roll into right. the comics bookstore with like my giant like velvet uh, regalia uh, to pick Your up whole- a Free Comic Book Day written for children. Every your, your whole yeah. JD. Well, I guess do more than that. Just to support your uh, local store. You gotta get like yeah. four or five other free comic books. You know. Well, that's okay. right. So for people that don't, I I gave a little primer on Twitter for people that aren't like big comic readers. Which if you're listening, although if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't need this, but. If you're looking for a free comic book place, you can go to comicshoplocator.com, put in your zip code, find out what stores participate, and then usually way closer to that date, they'll post what issues they're getting in. A lot of them will have sales. You can go in and pick in, pick up like the free ones you want, and then you know buy something. Get a trade paperback if you haven't read. I, I was recommending like people like go pick up Sonastaros. That's a good trade paperback. It's a nice short, self-contained story. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be May the fourth. Um, but that is also not the only Star Wars comics news we got today. We also got solicits, which we don't normally talk about because it's not rarely is it, is it is it is it exciting. It's like oh man. There's going to be another covers. Yeah, it's going to be another Star Wars issue or Darth Vader issue coming out three months from now, guys. Get ready. Uh, But there are some big implications this time. First, we have now learned that the Alliances, Thrawn Alliances adaptation is only four issues, Mm -hmm. which seems pretty short for the amount of content they're going to have to adapt because I think Mm -hmm. the OG Thrawn book was five. Was it five issues or six? Five, yeah. Oh, I thought it was four, but it. Yeah, which this is, I feel like Alliances is a bigger book. I, you, I mean, you page, have the split timeline thing. So, yeah, let's see. I think uh, issue two, uh, I, I just because issue two is the one that was solicited today, was 32 pages long, which is a little longer, but nothing okay. too crazy. The, the original Thrawn was six. Issues. Yeah, so. Okay. And yeah, it looks like it's a little thicker, but I feel like they kind of, they didn't super cover the the governor price storyline as much in the comic uh, which, as the book yeah. did which it was, really yeah, a bummer. yeah, yeah. It was there, um, but it was definitely uh curtailed but, so like i wonder if if the flashbacks will be uh like muted a little bit it's like, weird because the because i had that thought too because the um there so far the two a covers have been shown and neither of them have anakin it's just vader and thrawn um yeah and and some of the variants have come out, no Anakin so far, but the like description for issue two mentions Padme. So it's like, okay, well, yeah. they're not ignoring it, but... I think you could definitely tell the story with like truncating the, the Clone Wars storyline. Uh, and like, I wonder if they'll... It'd be great, but I wonder if they'll keep in the, the scene from Ascendancy with the... Where he meets... Oh. Uh, 
where like where Cherie takes him. Cherie, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that'd be it'd be yeah, cool to see, I, but that's an easy that. cut. Um, and then well, but you have to include the uh, Anakin trying to pronounce yeah. Mithran Naruto. Mithran Naruto. Naruto. Mithran Naruto. Yeah. That's what I said. So you have I, to, you I genuinely have have don't know how to say it. No. Uh, yeah, my my hope is the letter comes through for me and they have this exchange and it's just a, a different syllable bolded in every attempt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, real quick detour, did they, they never said his full name in Ahsoka, did they, in the TV show? No, it was just no. Ron. Oh, bummer. Um, Cowards. Yeah. Uh, well, can you... <laughs> Can you imagine going to up. you know? Can you imagine going to um what's his fate the actor and being um Lars Lars Mikkelsen, Mikkelsen and being like I need you to pronounce this word for me <laughs> I need you yeah. to say Mithran Roto yeah I guess they never said it in Rebels either uh but anyways so that happened also Mace Windu the miniseries is only four issues as well however issue one is forty pages for five dollars so that's like pretty insane. Pre- Good, uh, um, it's a nice bargain bet. yeah like yeah. especially with like prices seemingly going up i'll take 40 issues for five bucks any day or 40 pages um so there's that and then the last big thing we've had some thoughts about this before or had some 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 inklings about this um nothing is confirmed yet you again may know more by the time this episode comes out but there's no dr afra solicited for the month of february uh, the la- so January was the last Afra on this calendar that we're getting. Sometimes comics do sp- sp- like skip months, so it happens. Um, but uh, the last issue so far we have is issue forty in January. Uh, the tagline or like the description literally says like, "Is this the end for Doctor Afra?" Which like comics have been baiting out deaths for like sixty years so, now. Yeah, but between that. And the cover kind of look. Oz pointed out like that the cover looks like something that would be like the last issue. Well, because it's 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 basically the same design as the first issue of the 2020 run. Yeah, it's like a it's like a mirror, but it's yeah. it's got all the updated stuff. It's got her and Sana. It's got Magna, uh, all all the new cast of characters, yeah. and it sort of it looks like a send off. Um, I'm a little scared. We yeah. we with Bounty Hunters ending at the same time, literally a week earlier right i don't know it feels like they're prepping for a new line we yeah we could be coming to the end i will i you know revelation well, i will probably have an announcement if it is ending we'll have an announcement soon uh again but probably by the time you're listening to this um otherwise revelations in, in december will probably be helping i think us there is an after the storyline in revelations maybe uh, or she's in it may i don't know there they're not killing her off. You don't have to worry about that. I'm pretty confident in that. It'd be a pretty now, bad move. Valence, I don't Valence know. Valence is probably dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Afra's popular enough. I think maybe they'll put out a book that sort of has Valence or the Bounty Hunters crew and Afra in it because they've crossed over a bit. Mm-hmm. She was in the first arc of that, I think. Uh, I don't know. It, it's But Darth Vader and Star Wars don't seem to be going anywhere. But maybe it could so. be like in 2017 when the Vader book ended and yeah, Star Wars kept going. Yeah, because well, like the, they did Afro after the that. that's right. The solicitation for Vader in February very much seems like it's a start of a new thing. So I don't think like it's got at least a, another full arc in it from right. February probably. 
Um, but we'll see. Also, the other big thing that was leading to this speculation is earlier this morning, they came out with the listing for the trade paperback that's coming up for Afra, and that collects... I think it's eight, seven or eight issues. Nine, it's nine. Nine issues. issues going through issue forty. So it's like either they're setting up for one more arc, probably, or what? like that's it. Because well, because we had two, we had like a two mini issue mini arc after Hidden Empire. So like, yeah, you gotta put those somewhere. So, but like, yeah, but I don't know the way they've been collecting stuff. They're giving us more content for not. Much, currently, it says nine issues for twenty five bucks, which is like a crazy deal. Which yeah, Yoda yeah. was like ten issues for like almost forty. I think it was yeah, 10 which issues is still for, for a 35. pretty good deal compared to some. Like I just read Vader Volume Six, which has four issues plus they reprint Afra's Origin right. just to pad it out. Or uh, you know, I pay. I definitely paid for the black, white, and red treasury edition which is well, four that's, issues that's for a, like yeah it's bigger but it's like four issues for like 25 dollars or something like yeah. that so but it's like, just, it, i don't know why else they would put nine issues in a trade right when they've, exactly. they've literally never done that uh for well, any of so, the other ongoing I, don't know, I feel like if they were actually going to be like you know ending like the whole series and like you know getting to the uh start of episode six as they did with the last series i feel like we'd be more hype more like actual like you know, social media posting about right this, like trying to get Cause, like because like hey do you want to see like the the road to uh to you know uh right. why am i blanking on episode six you know return the, of the uh, jedi return of the jedi I'm, yeah, yeah maybe before before then we'll look into it and and do a comparison see when we learned all that because well, like they did a big thing like road to hoth last uh yeah empire send in there's like several like you know tie-ins with afra and like yeah. the all like that like hoth was camping it was well it was like deal wasn't it just like a banner on the top of the comics but they had nothing to do with it it was just like we're fighting yeah, rock but, rock people but hey it's hoth's coming soon don't worry yeah. guys <laughs> but exactly like they did that last time so one would imagine they would just you know co- not copy paste but do the yeah. same like marketing push again we'll see because val yeah you know bounty hunters had its announcement in uh san diego or new york comic-con uh like three weeks ago or something like that and then yeah. um I was just looking it up. San Diego Comic-Con, which would be like the next thing to make sense for like a big announcement, is July 25th of 2024. Yeah. It just it does feel weird a ways that, they would, away. that they would announce yes. Bounty Hunters and not Afra. So there's, there's they were but there's, ending at the same time. There's something going on. I think we can be certain yeah. of that. But anyways. But we'll let you know when we get there. Yeah. Again, you might know by the time you listen to this show. But And real quick, we didn't really talk about it. Uh, Nubs is is in a comic. Yes, like, Nubs is in a comic. Let me, that, I, I know we mentioned it, but like that's crazy. I know back it's up on the screen. It's Dark Horse, which is the the young reader, so it makes sense. But he and Court are together. Like, there's been some Young Jedi Adventure stuff, the kids' books, a little Golden Book, but this is the first time they're really like tying have... into the main thing. We just had those episodes with uh, with Bell and Loden and uh, Starlight Beacon, so it's cool seeing that all get brought in. Yeah, I got the I got the storybook uh, because I had I have the first there they have a couple little golden books planned I have the first one get Um, well nubs yeah get well nubs which is an adaptation one of the episodes uh, because it was there is some kind of thing where I needed to um, I was five dollars short of free shipping on Barnes and Noble and shipping was like five dollars I'm like okay cool free book Um, but someone in our slack posted book outlet which I've not used before uh, had a sale going on I got this for like six dollars so yeah so it's it's cool seeing that now based on the art and what we think we assume about 
Young Jedi Adventures, and Court has his mask on. Yeah, Court has his mask on, so it's before like issue eight ish of. Yeah. It's phase probably. One. My guess is it's still pre-Great Disaster. I think so, too. Quar looks like a baby oh, yeah. in that. I, and it, I yeah, don't think it's just the art style. I feel like the, yeah, the HRA style has been like all over the place with their yeah. ages. Well, ha- yeah, Harvey told Tony about. Bruno, yeah. uh, and, and Harvey told about draw them so differently. Yeah. They're both great, but it, I thought Very at first styles. that they were like five or five to eight years old. Right. And then it, the it, next arc came out. Well, there, like, there was oh. a time skip, but it definitely made it look it like it's like much more significant. Years. It's yeah. like... It's like, oh wow, we went five years into the future, and now that we, we had a one-year time skip, and just based on the covers, like <laughs> Zine is jacked. jacked. <laughs> um, uh, but so, yeah, yeah, so we are excited to add to our uh, Young Jedi Adventures collection. And mm-hmm. speaking of our collections, Jacob, well, what are you reading right now? I, I do want to make one final oh, yeah. point on Young Jedi Adventures is, and I think this was—I can't remember when this was. Um, maybe like la- like early like early this summer they had come out with like the full slate of like here's our publishing for Young Jedi Adventures and they like announced the storybook that it showed and the little golden book and like the like like numbered level readers uh, I mean Oz your parent I, I guess you kind of know a little bit more about <laughs> yeah. this where it's like here's the level one reader and the level two yeah, reader yeah. Um, so they had some of those and those have all come out but there's also something that was like it's called like my first comic book and it was a comic announced oh, yeah. for Young Giant Adventures, and we never heard about it ever again. It was slated to come out, I want to say, in like late July. It was definitely like it's it's passed, and we have not heard about it since. So I don't know if that's ever happening again. Um, but my yeah. guess is no, and I, my guess is also that it was like screen grabs from an episode. It was literally like it was like a black. Uh, thing with like some little gold frames and then yes screen grabs of the characters on the cover and that was all we knew about it so uh but anyways with all that said uh things i've been reading i will try and go quick because we do have two comic book issues to talk about and i actually read a lot of shit this week um i finished the kotor comic books legend series very good and, very like, very I, good i don't i know we, we said we didn't get one get distracted but i feel like like the the first issue of that kotor series is like the most like engaging i've ever had with like a uh, like a Star Wars comic, like at the end of issue one, you're like, "Oh, that's a great story hook." And I can't wait to see where it goes, and it goes really great. That was a uh, why my John Jackson Miller, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, like dude, that first like major arc of like first like 30, 40 issues, that's like such great Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I was already about halfway through uh it when I um when we recorded last, but I finished that off. I finished almost all of Legacy One. I have to read Legacy War. Um, mm. which it was weird because like Kotor War was like we kind of finished the story, but here's like another adventure with uh, Zane and Legacy was like the story is definitely not done. We left you on a very like not conclusive point, but here's like, it's, six more it issues. Exactly, it wasn't even like a necessarily a cliffhanger. It was a, it was a cliffhanger. Like, it's like here's Crate, he's still alive. <laughs> I guess there was that. If I felt like more, it's like hey, we're uh like you're. You just watched uh, the first two acts of your movie. Like the third act will be these last six comics. Yeah. So interested to see how that rolls out. I finished Poe Dameron Freefall. Freefall. That was pretty good. Um, Did it make you understand uh, that Return uh, of the Jedi one shot better? Uh, oh no, I need to reread that. I, that's I've been planning to do that. Rebellion. Um, yeah, the Rebellion. Uh, one. Yeah, that whatever. was yeah, like Rebellion. Yeah, I do. But there were some characters that like I remember crossing over. Gentry, who is like a um, Powen from the, com- yes. the one shot he is in the book so yeah hopefully it makes a little bit more sense um but yeah read that it was pretty good 
Um, not my favorite, but I feel it's like one of those books I feel like no one has read. Like it just like I feel like everyone just or, kind of forgot it happened. Yeah, or people did read and just forgot it happened afterwards. Cause, well, because yeah. it was it was post um, Tross and yeah. and, okay. and pre High Republic, so we were kind of in a transitionary period. I think publishing wise. It- did sort of feel feel like a filler book. There's a few of those that, I, yeah. and some of them are great that just sort of fall through the cracks. But um, uh, then mostly current, like of of junior and young YA oh, yeah. stuff. Speaking of uh, junior books, I'm currently reading um, Star Wars Hunters. This was another, the other thing I got from <laughs> Book Outlet. Uh, so Oz will be very happy. I'm about a third of the way through. It is hilarious how it's just like a now we're doing the chapter where you set up your character now we're doing the chapter where the main character has to realize about playing the objective in a video game um you know all these fun things we've already wasted enough time so we're not going to get into that but if you would like to hear me get into it (laughs) Star star wars archives trevor jose and i talked about that book and the video game which none of us have played mind uh we talked about it for 90 minutes and it's it was a lot of fun i I think it's we've talked about how it's crazy when people listen to their own podcasts. I re-listened to that conversation because I had so much fun talking about it. Uh, that book is great. Go read it. It's been fun so far. Um, if and then, Nubs can come to a comic, actually, I guess Amara Vex is in a comic. Amara Vex is in a comic, them. and I'm still not entirely sure how she's supposed to live. Um, but, anyways, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the other thing, I'm currently reading Eye of, the, Eye of Darkness. Obviously, that came out. Um, I will. I think because Oz and I have started. We're probably yeah. going to try and pretend that that book has not come out for the discussion of the comic books today. I haven't gotten really to a place in it where it matters, but it um, has made a difference for me. So I will try and ignore that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have not started. So, but anyways, anyone else reading anything? Yeah, dang, you haven't been busy. Oh. I have not been reading much this week. Uh, I did get in uh, the last Ooh. run in last year's the prequel sequel i think they do sort of a godfather 2 kind of thing uh for the last ronin teenage mutant turtles i cannot pronounce that teenage mutant ninja turtles tmnt uh, yeah t- thank you there's letters for that uh i haven't read it yet the first one's great though i just finally read it this summer um so i don't know how good it is i am reading eye of darkness and then a brief update on what we hyped up way too hard last time the uh, mystery oh, edition of Star Wars timelines <laughs> was the mystery was solved. I think we all but like by the time we ended recording the podcast. Yeah, all three of us had it. Only one of us got it at the proper location, which was Caleb. It turns out and the proper the, price. <laughs> yeah the 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 location is Costco is where they're from. Uh, I don't remember who figured that out. I remember saying like I someone I in Discord had it yeah but someone like was like i think it's costco and i remember i even asked i was like oh why do you think that because i don't see any evidence of it and he was like i basically i've got an inside source his brother's there oh i I saw someone maybe i was on reddit was like i'm not comfortable revealing my source Uh, on on the smugglers group and i'm like this is like jason Bourne levels of intrigue (laughs) for like two days we were really really curious about this and yeah. it felt like a fun mystery turns out it's at costco for 20 bucks do not i repeat do not buy it on ebay, it yeah. on eBay. unless you're international because you probably can't get it outside of the u.s uh, yeah but even but also it's, 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 not, it's not worth it it's not <laughs> worth it it is uh, there are two there are two pages about sabine Rin's armor and i'd made a meme in our slack chat that's like it's gonna be like random like a couple hundred years bby estimated armor created and then it's just gonna be a timeline of rebels and that is exactly what it that's is what it is and then there are four pages that are just this. That, yeah, there's no, not this specific, but just 
picture spread. So you get two a, new pictures and two uh, yeah. new little timelines that are they're good, that and you get a poster. Yeah, you get the Exegol, uh, you get the gene, Battle Geonosis, and then uh, the Falcon Rectenna spread. Yep. Um, so you get to get and the Sabine's armor. And Sabine's armor, and then there, there, yeah. I mean, honestly, the the best part is the poster from the the galactic map full of that poster. Yeah. If you if you already have timelines, I would say don't bother unless you're like a. Uh, I gotta yeah. I gotta buy everything sicko like we sometimes are. Uh, if you don't have timelines and you have a Costco membership, it's twenty bucks. It's cheaper, cheaper than the regular version. It's <laughs> way cheaper than the regular version. Now I like the regular version's cover better. That's true. But I. <laughs> Uh, my wife was not thrilled when we got to the bottom of it. But, uh, <laughs> I have made stupider mistakes in my life, and it was it was fun for the weekend. Right. Um, anyway, enough about that. Hopefully, we never have to talk about it again until until a Target exclusive pops up. Uh, Caleb, what about you? Uh, let's see. Here. I finished uh, from a certain point of view. Empire Strikes Back. Um, I I really liked it. I really liked it. I want to say that you know. I think Cap had my favorite moment of like that ser- of that series because like there's a one where it talks about where it was the point of view of of Obi Wan Kenobi as mm-hmm. he was seeing you know Luke leave and like you know abandon his training and going off and it gives like it does the best thing that Star Wars does that all these novels do it gives you a lot more context so you see like in here Obi Wan's like internal monologue of like these damn skywalkers like in their stubbornness and ruining my life and like you know i i want to tell luke that as i see him walking away i see his father the most beautiful man the most the person i trusted the most turning away from me and it kills me again just as much as watching his father walk away and it's such a beautiful like moment that gives so much more like weight and context to the scene and the very next story was the was the jackson story which was amazing it was the the other great part from a certain point of view (laughs) i know it's like and then the jackson story which is like mark thompson was doing his best roger rabbit impersonation for the for his voice and it was amazing like like I said, like it, it gives you, it gave me such like joy of like, you know, I love this like deep emotional context of Star Wars, but I also like that we can have a seven foot green rabbit shooting guns. Okay. Seven it's foot a tall. I think he's massive. When you, maybe ears. when you count the ears. When yeah. you count oh, okay. ears. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I do. There are times where Star Wars gets way too indulgent on like adding extra context and stuff, but I love moments like that where they bring in things that george thought of later that it works really well for the ot yeah. obviously but like because he's talking about like oh it should have been leia and like he and yoda got into an argument i, I don't know if it's in that story but in, in one of them previous ones yeah yeah we're, we're, where where he's like no i gotta train leia but mm-hmm. they yeah that that one's cool yeah but so like it gives if you haven't gone into it from a certain point of views are really really great uh, and now I'm going back and kind of recontextualizing a lot of things with the uh, Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice or the uh, Obi-Wan Qui-Gon story. And that's that's been pretty good so far. I believe that like, is I'm a like, teeny masterpiece. Uh, I'm, I remember, like, right. I'm not even like a third of the way through. I'm like down chapter six or so. So still a lot of setup. So we'll we'll see how this comes out. I'm I'm excited. I I kind of like the idea of like a kind of a one of the characters is like a hedonistic Jedi, like a you know, like I have I was no just problems. About to say, like Rail Avaros, baby. Rail Avaros is the best part of that book. Like sure. you know, like I have no problems, like mm. drinking, eating too much, and 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 flirting with with women with big boobs. As he like that's a direct <laughs> that's directly as he described that character. Yeah, she's I blonde love... and had pink, huge tracks of land. I mean, it's yeah, I like, love wow. how um 
like doesn't i feel like at some point he's he gets caught in bed with someone and he's like what qui-gon you don't do this <laughs> yeah i think i'm really yeah uh no the best part there are three great parts of uh master apprentice that is uh rail avaros uh pax and rahara i do uh, like them a lot they've, I've had like two scenes with them and i'm like yeah. oh these are great and uh colon crystals oh yeah i, I haven't gone there yet <laughs> oh you'll you'll know um oh, no. <laughs> uh you you did mi- oh I, I i guess we should randomly say this and it might not be the case anymore but um, the SAG after a strike is over for the time being. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we can talk more about. We don't really talk about movies or TV shows, but if we wanted to, we can. Um, I which th- I still think we could have before. It's odds. <laughs> We're not getting into this right now. Um, but so that's great. Uh, I'm excited. However, I am also scared uh, with what I'm hearing about the deal that it might not be ratified. So uh, by the time this podcast comes out, who knows? Maybe strikes back on. I'm hoping we're not. doing a whole lot of by the time this comes out. Tonight. Yeah, the, the, it, uh, the whole yes, week no. delay release is kind of a weird scenario. Especially very, when things very are much happening right now. Congratulations to all the actors. Um, yeah, it's, it sounds like they kicked ass, but uh, apparently you're not. I'm scared. So sure, we'll see. Uh, but the reason I brought this up is because um, Caleb, you missed all the like stupid conspiracy theories and stuff about Colin Crystals and um, uh, Shin and uh, Balin when those trailers first came out because their lightsabers are not exactly red. But right, oh, they thought you'll, they you'll, were uh, the folk crystals. You'll understand soon enough. Yes, interesting. Like I like I get it, but I also like since when has anything from like a really wild like you know book ever made it to the, like the live action series? Like literally, Hobbanth. There are <laughs> like three words important to remember that we say at Utini often. Dave can't, can't read. read. <laughs> uh obviously dave filoni if you're listening to this i'm sure you can read we just know that we it's it's silly to you just choose that not stuff to, to happen. I, my, I like to say dave okay. can't read anything pa- published past 1995 um, yeah because no, he I clearly mean, loves the og Thrawn trilogy yeah but, he pulls in like, in from the eu plenty and the Cobb vanth is still one of the coolest things it's, that's ever it's happened so in wild. Star Wars. yeah uh i black but, we got black chrysanthemum there so like, that's pretty that cool. i feel like that broke people's brains that now they're like oh this thing from the book is gonna be in the- no it's not it's not and that's yeah, okay like, like and you know and that's i feel like people have to be okay with that like it's like you you can't expect someone like oh yo well well dave before you we let you direct anything here's like the 20 books you have to read as homework before we let you touch this ip again we man there was a lot of clownery going on with ahsoka too because we're like oh eli van yeah eli vanto vanto and uh our just gonna jump in yeah god i i was i was definitely clowning for our i didn't think eli i kind of thought uh arlani i I, well we got we got his his substitute of enoch you know yeah we got enoch and we got uh i did plenty of clowning for um marak or whatever that uh marak being bears i knew it wasn't bears but Anyway, uh, being someone that was Star not Ke- green dust, it was Star Killer, right? Yeah. It was Star, yeah, it was Star Killer. Yeah, but no characters from books, no characters from comics. Hey, but if you Speaking really love, comics, yeah, if you really love Merrick, you can spend like three hundred dollars on a Hot Toys bust of him or something. It right looks now. sick. It looks so I'm not sick, but it's it. kind of goofy. Anyways, comic books. We have two big oh, yeah. comic books that came out. Uh, Remember how we were going to keep this one quick today? <laughs> yeah, it's been half an hour. Uh, which, now we're it. starting about talking about comic books. Hey, it's because we're having fun. Um, so That's two right. big comic books have come out. 
The High Republic, issue number one of Phase 3. Mm-hmm. In Shadows, Starlight, number two of four. Uh, so The High Republic, number one, was written by Kevin Scott with pencils from Ario Anandito and Jim Toe and uh, additional inks from Mark Morales and colors from Jim Campbell. And then Shadows of Starlight number two, written by, uh, I don't know if, I mix up their names. The first one was written by Kevin Scott. I don't know if I said that correctly. Uh, and this Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, then Shadows of Starlight number two, written by Charles Soule, uh, with pencils from Marika Cresta and colors from Guru EFX. So, gang, which one do we want? Well, Caleb, you can hit our yeah. recaps and then we'll kind of break down from there. Let's just, I feel like we should talk about, do a recap of one in and talk about one. So I can't want to talk about High Republic one. Let's, uh, so first up. We're not going in timeline order. (gasps) Oh no. You know what? No, we're (laughs) not. Uh, High Republic one. We start with the new Jedi master, Keeve Trinus, haunted by the death of her old master, Skier. This is set one year after the fall of Starlight. Uh, She leads a team on the long beam Geos, which... I mean, I feel like they should have let him be like that. Naming something after a dead person, like just a year after he died, seems a little like quick, you know? It was probably anyway, quicker than that. I know. Anyway, um, she leads the team uh, patrolling around the occlusion zone, keeping an eye out for Nihil attacks, along with Sarek and Tarek from the previous series. And also, um, I'm going to D 2.0. I, I didn't write down his name, but she has an air Jedi with him. Oh, uh, um, yeah, I'm a going to die. I'm no, going to he, he was in phase one. He was on. Um, really? Oh, God. oh word. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, well, yeah. Vamp. I'm going to I'll show you. OK, well, OK. Anyway, so they uh, they're they get a notice that the huts are making a, a moves reclaiming glass grounds that are sent to a camp investigate so on balaam a contingent of nihil meet with the hut lord offering their military support for his loyalty can't have a bad deal uh but their talks are interrupted by the jedi when the huts begin to fire upon them oh yeah sure enough there he there he is fighting the uh dringar i think i always thought that was wreath i did too for a while but it's not him you're right it's aiden yeah so here he is he find he i don't think he had a name until now uh, but this dude is on um, Mu- Mulita. This is the planet fighting the Dringir in in Phase One. I think like issue eight ish. Um, Interesting. And now he's. Oh no, that's Santar. Oh yeah, San- yeah Santar. Santar. Yeah. Um, yeah I which I Santar also mi- mixed up with Santari Kree from Jedi Survivor. It's getting confusing, but yeah. Anyways, Anyways in, the in-, in the ensuing battle, a nameless is unleashed and kills Imagona D. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Santar. Santar. Uh, and Keeve is, herself is nearly ashified until Tarek blasts with blasts away with its uh, vector, but it crashes during this uh, save here. Uh, then the hut's chief enforcer reveals herself and her hidden battleship, the self-named Lorna D. Sick. Dude, like... Is wild. I love Lorna D. I'm so glad that she's going to be back, and I, I'm excited to see where if she's going to be like a major player in this next arc here. Yeah, I, I, I mean, she's on the cover, so I, I will, I will give a caution to listeners. Uh, there have been some leaks about the future of this uh, series, at least through the first four issues. So, um, tread carefully. It's a pretty decent. I, I, I saw it. It's a pretty decent spoiler. Be careful. Um, you know. Watch I have out. not seen it. Yeah, uh, I resisted Same. the temptation. But uh, this being not on Twitter helps. Uh, not uh, Same, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm chronically online, so you know. Uh, this was a great start. Honestly, like jumping right in, 
there's there's barely any sort of like <clears throat> setup. It's just kind of like well, that's what a Shadows of Starlight was for, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just sort of like boom, here we go. I, and I love that just sort of the the poetry of it that like it opens on this flashback that keeps having to Starlight right. crashing. Um, Caleb, did you read Tales of Light and Life? I don't think so, right? Not yet. No. Okay, Keith has a really cool story in there that I think just it's you don't need to read it, but just fits very well with this where she's like also in hut space like battling back yeah like an occupation uh, it's one of the best it's one of the better stories from that book which is a great book um i feel like i'll probably need to i still have to do one more book uh path of vengeance in phase two then i'll probably probably do tales of yeah. light and life yeah and because the book the story that follows up path of vengeance it's is the murder story best. yeah is the best oh, so story good. in that book um Actually, I guess even before the opening of this book, the cover, they got Colnado back to yeah. do the, the cover from issue one and 15 of the first run, which another thing that they didn't echo in phase two. Phase two. I, we have a lot of grievances about the production hey, look, values. Here's of the issue two. one cover. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now here's the issue 15 cover. Yeah. Heck you yeah. mean the, the new issue one cover? Or issue. Because. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars: The High Republic, issue one, Hopeful. issue one, issue fifteen, like despair. Is, yeah. This new issue one is just like it's broken. metal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's cool. I mean, his covers are always great. Uh, love the new design for Christina Ariel or uh, sorry, Christ- yeah, Keith Christina Trinus. Ariel, basically being Keith Trennis. I'm trying to. I, it's a great design. Like all of these new characters look great. You know, Sarah and Tarek are getting a low love, It looks like. Yeah, they mentioned that in in the short story, but don't really say why. Yeah. Um, uh, I was Velko Jahin is back. Glupshido yes. enjoyers. <laughs> yes, yes. Massive W for the people who read Star Wars Insider. Yep. Uh, that that was really cool to see. Uh, um, doesn't play a huge role. Didn't play a huge role in Phase One, but. She she had like one cameo in the phase one comics as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, also seeing um, Elzar again, which is interesting because we're gonna talk about this now, about and it. we're gonna talk about Elzar like five months ago in yeah. uh, Shadows of Starlight two. Uh, but I I am interested. He has not shaved since Starlight Beacon has fallen, um, and it's like. You gonna you gonna grow a, a Stellan beard, or are you just like, you know, depressed Forget and don't want to shave? Yeah, uh, he's a girlfriend out of town. He got, don't have to keep up appearances. He he's um, he's also participating in Movember. So yeah, but yeah, we'll talk about him more because he's got a full issue coming. Uh, I speaking of Keeves design, I wonder if Ario's gonna make a, an updated action figure. For those who don't know, oh yeah, he, he made like a custom Barbie. Basically, I don't or, know wait, if he made it or a friend of his. Was that made Kelly it, Knox? I, it's Ario has it because he posted on Instagram pretty regularly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's got a custom like one sixth figurine of Keeve that is real good looking that I nice. a, a lot of people I know would pay good money for something like that. Mm-hmm. But okay. to the actual content of the issue, banger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as you said, it can't, there's not a lot of like fat on this one. Like, we immediately get to the action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I, I'm real really, action heavy. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in what you guys thought because, like, we got Lorna D and as a big reveal, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm like a little bit more fascinated with this like Nihil Enforcer type, like this guy with this mask and so, is he yeah, a Dringar, this, Like it is, it is the out? so they're part of the Children of the Jedi or Children of the of the Storm. 
I won't say too much based on the book, but based on like what they posted on like Star Wars databank, uh, it's like a kind of they're kind of enforcers for a, a part of the Nihil now. Um, I don't so there's like the main dude that's like talking and doing the deal making, and then there's the yeah. enforcer who's called Brother yes. Lycos. My oh, he has a name. Yes, uh, he like gets mentioned like once. Uh, my theory is he's Alanto which was a species from Phase 2 comics on the uh, Convocation of the Force on Jetta. They have grayish skin, they have pointy ears, and they can shoot oh. vines with the Force. So, Oh, I thought he, I thought he um, was, like, had a Drangir infestation. Yeah, I thought that, he was like, part it's, Drangir It's itself. definitely one of the two. I think it looks more like Lonto. Because, like, when... when um, Skier was infected with drink gear. It's like his entire arm was vines where this yeah. dude is like shooting. You kind can of, tell he has fingers. Yeah. yeah. He has like smaller tendrils or whatever. Yeah. I thought maybe he like learned to control it or something. I also just what? think it makes sense for like, you know, Kevin's oh, yeah. going to reference his stuff from face. I two. just, yeah, I just looked up, uh, Susa Lee from yeah, the yes. chick from the phase two comics. Yep. Yeah. You're almost certainly right. And, I bet he's related to her because that's how Star Wars works. You're you're right. You're, you're uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. If she, especially if, you know, if she interacts with any of, if Susa Lee ended up interacting with any of the um, uh, Path of the Closed Fist or whatever. Yeah. Also, shit with how Star Wars works, she could still be alive. That's very yeah, true. I mean, so many people alive. We don't know how long Lantos live. <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, I think I think there was like one of the, Lanto was a thing where it's like it was mentioned in Legends in like a West End RPG guide once, and then Cabin's like, "I'm gonna make it a thing." Dude, West End games a, just keeps on winning. The Twin Star of Kira, Twin Stars of Kira uh, reference guide was like huge when we were doing Easter eggs for roundtables back in the day. Yeah, always referenced. Interesting. Uh, I yeah. So, so I love that of, dude's design though. Yeah, yeah like like you know, taking out a, a vector by jumping up to it. That's some real metal stuff there. Uh, one thing I kind of like to go back to Lorna Diaz, you know, the the return of the Ataraxia. Like when they mentioned that, it's like, wait, how did she? Then I had to like go back and find in my brain, like, oh yeah, she did yeah. just literally. She just you know, domed a bunch of, of Jedi and stole the ship, <laughs> and just stole their the ship that she was like held captive of and like you know was a prisoner on, and then just like retooled it to her own pirate craft, which is, is that from Tempest Runner. Uh, no, no she steals from, it in like issue 14 or 15 of the phase one run. Oh, okay. She yeah, like because shoots she, um, Orbelin and Orba, the, yeah. the one person with like the one that looks like a rat and has a super long name. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. She, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she takes out uh, she that one. Ki- she kills no, them no, and I, steals the ship. Is Orbelin dead? I can't keep track of who else One of dead. them is dead. Oh, because of that error. <laughs> yeah, okay. no. uh, but yes, he, he. Well, I mean, I don't know if uh, their species can like come back together because it's just yeah, like he can, he's like a liquid. Yes, but he got shot in the back of the dome. In Dang. yeah, he he got uh he got executed by Lorna D. And then she as I said she stole a ship, you know, and has now repurposed it. So do you think, you know, and that was uh that was like Keeve, uh, not Keeve's ship, but Avar's ship. Avar's. Do you think so? Maybe they'll make a connection with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no I, way I, that I, she I and Avar like, don't go head to head again. I was about to say, I feel like they've already they've met, done, done enough, like establishing how hey, this is a semi important ship. It has a name, and it came back in like two different timelines. I feel like the ship's going to be important. Here. Well, it was it yeah. was important in Phase One, even beyond that, because it was like the it Jedi was. like 
flagship that they're like, mm. we're it's out because it's at Hetzel, I think, and they're like, okay, then we're going to as a third light, whatever. It was it's like doing missions in Light of the Jedi, and then then when they open uh, the Starlight Beacon, they kind of station it there more permanently. Um, yeah. But now, yeah. Now, Oz. Yeah. A long time ago, I made this call back when we were still in Phase One here. I think at the very end of Phase One, and I want to hear your reaction to it. I think at the end of this phase, I think Lorna D is the one who's going to kill Martian Rowe. Yeah, I mean, that's very sort of Shakespearean or whatever, like for the his right hand to turn on him. Well, um, she's already kind of turned on him and he's sorry can't betray her right, a but couple that's, times. That's kind of like the Nile way. Um, yeah. I, I guess I could see that happening. I don't see it being a thing where she like sees the error of her ways. Oh, definitely not. I think she maybe she does it to 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 get to rise I, up and become what the what the Jedi have thought she was is the new eye of the storm, or or maybe it's kind of like a golem and like the the one ring at the end of uh, Lord of the Rings of like you know in her like haste to murder to get her revenge she kills him and winds up like you know being done in by her own uh, yeah rashness like um, blows up the entire space station to just uh, spite him yeah I could see that. that's sort of a. Um... That's Hux in Rise of Skywalker. I don't care. I don't care if I if I lose. I just or I don't care if I win. She just he has just to needs lose. to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I could I could dig that. I don't know. I I'm having a hard time picturing like the end game for Phase Three, which mm-hmm. I know we shouldn't even be thinking about. It's two years down the road, but like I got it's cool. I don't know where this is going. I feel like Phase One because we knew that the third book was called the fallen star. We always sort of knew where we were headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, it, yeah, we were like, Oh, this is going to end with the Nile winning. Uh, it, it's going to be like empire strikes back or whatever. Yeah. But now um, it's, we're in uncharted territory. All right. Can I bring in some breaking news? Oh, breaking yeah. News. Uh, it's not that ex- it's exciting, but um, uh, breaking news that people are going to hear a week late. Um, <laughs> some dark horse solicitations came through. They got you know another issue of adventures coming out, but nice. we also have a one shot for High Republic Adventures. It is High Republic uh, Crash Landing, uh, written by Daniel Jose Older and art from Rochelle Ar- Aragano. Um, but it is a crash landing, as in Crash Awanga. I could have uh, guessed. Yeah. So cr- it has Crash. Her girlfriend, who I can't remember her name off the top of my head. The singer. Yes, the yeah. singer. Um, who can fly. Yes. And uh, Rue from uh, Tales of Light and Life. Remember the... Oh. With the bonus story? Yes. Oh, the great. Little, so the, now they're making the Barnes & Noble edition even more yeah, important. It matters. <laughs> uh, Anyways. Cool. That's, I, I know, that's what I get for looking at Twitter in the middle of the recording. But hey. Turn it online, like you said. Uh, great. Can't wait to find out, uh, how they're going to collect that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, 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 I have some faith in Dark Horse at this point that eventually things will come together. It'll yeah. be in a omnib- paperback omnibus a year and a half later, but they will eventually have all the things. That's why I've stopped buying trade paperbacks for Dark Horse. I'm still buying single issues, so I'm a sucker anyways, but <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so. so, yeah, other than the action, which, I, I mean, there's not a lot of story here necessarily because it is setting stuff up but it, it it's 
It's interesting though, because like w- like the dynamic has changed so much. Because you have like Lorna, who's like working for the Huts, and mm. the Children of the Storm, which is a, an arm of the Nihil, but they do have some. It seems like independence. You have Jedi working with RDC, which was another thing we really saw a whole lot in Phase One. We saw it in Trail of Shadows with um, yeah, Emric uh, uh, going yeah. going after the pieces of the uh, of the nameless okay. puzzle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot going on, um, and and I'm I need to reread. I think it's issue seven and eight of Phase One Higher Public Adventures because they this hut is the one that like uh, Court and Farzala meet up with. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Scarabda, Scarabda. I can't. It's complicated. Scarabda the hut. Scarabda the whatever. Uh, yeah. It's I certainly when like the whole High Republic thing started. Obviously, we know that Job is super old, so we knew uh-huh. that we could see him. I was not expecting the Huts to be as central as they've kind of become. Mm-hmm. I was a little uh, surprised that we we went back to the Huts there, you know. Yeah. So now that they're back, which I guess maybe this is all going to end up where like because by the time of the prequels and certainly the original trilogy, the Huts are like a big deal, and especially in the Outer Rim, which is what right. the Night Hill have kind of cut off. So maybe yeah, yeah. I mean, I we think have in these... the High Republic, they're sort of small potatoes still. I think they're still significant but i think they're yeah. Pro- yeah they're definitely gonna probably grow in influence because of the occlusion zone so maybe yeah like in this issue they're trying to make a deal maybe the huts get the ability to go back and forth across across the storm wall again we were saying this before we have finished eye of darkness who knows uh, but if they have the ability to go back and forth when the storm wall eventually comes down that might have helped solidify their you know footing in the outer rim yeah also, I just love the design of. They had some in Phase One, but I love the design of the hut ships looking like Jabba's sail barge, but just like starfighters. Just out. Oh yeah, like it's it's nice to have a consistent design, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, cool issue. Interested to see where it goes. Um. I yeah. Clearly, some infighting among the Nile at the moment. Yeah. Well, I don't even think Lorna D is probably with the Nile at this because I mean like they were she was she was already on the outs in, uh, Wave Three of first phase so yeah she was like, yeah that, but, that's the whole point of what was the uh her uh her special tempest the, runner tempest runner yeah yeah i'm just wondering if like if she's gonna like is she using is, the she, is she to trying to, to come back in you know i feel like she's trying to use the huts to kind of either like weasel her way back in towards power or try to get her revenge on marcion i feel like yeah. i feel like we don't know exactly what she's going i feel i think like the next, I wouldn't be surprised if next issue, her and Tennis try to make like hey, a temporary alliance to go after Martian. Like, hey, we both know there's a way bigger evil. Yeah, let's work together. There's also a chance that like she and and Martian are sort of working. Like she's undercover. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt. That. I don't yeah, think I so. Think I think they actually hate each other. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, the one thing we didn't mention is the nameless are in this. They're just oh, yeah. so cool. They're, they're, they're so they're, cool. They're just kind of. It's like going from like Rising Storm to Fallen Star, where like there's a lot more of these than I thought there was, and now yeah. it's just like, yeah, ra- a random enforcer just has a ni- nameless on a chain. It's yeah, like I, it's, he, when he just when, a Jedi to re- to remind you, like, yes, these still do kill off Jedi, like, like that. They're just that quick at killing Jedi. When uh, when Loden got got dusted, I thought that it was sort of like a one of one kind of thing, like like nope. there is one bad guy or one little nameless dog and it turns out you know we see it on Donna in phase two there's plenty of them uh but yeah they're awesome this that's such a cool villain 
like, oh yeah. It's great that we finally see him a lot more in like the sunlight and get a lot better uh, look. Yeah, because in so. phase one, they, it took him a long time to it was like, until, show like, us what they Trail of Shadows, like, like issue four, four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, good on them for being that. Like, uh, that's very specific there. Uh, so excellent. Right. So we... Yeah. I mean, it was very Mister. Like they all just looked like drug trips anytime <laughs> a Jedi saw them. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, and, issue right. two coming out in December. Get excited. Speaking yes. of issue twos, or, uh, or, yeah, yeah, we're gonna move on to Shadows of Starlight, uh, number two, phase three, 2023. Uh, this one again by Charles Soule. Um, so, uh, the first issue was very much about Yoda and what he was doing during the uh, the right after the fall of Starlight. This one focuses mainly on Avar, Chris, and Elzar Man. So, and, right uh, after- as we predicted, it does reset the year counter and like, it, oh, yeah, it, 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 it is like not. The- a follow-up to issue one well it's it's interesting like the uh right it takes place the first scenes are like right after the fall of starlight yeah. where avar ignores the council's order for the general assembly and stays with the rebuilding efforts while elzar goes to coruscant but the nihil set up the uh, storm wall cutting communication and travel elzar becomes increasingly obsessed with trying to breach the wall and return to his girlfriend at least his friend trying to gain more and more uh, dangerous options to make that connection while avar is being hunted and trying to keep hope alive during this nihil occupation uh, using a tythonic resonator um, the two are able to make a brief mental connection uh, giving each other the strength in their darkest moment to carry on and fight for light and life now to re- retort on what you were saying there oz the very like last bit of this takes place they say like exactly seven months after the uh fall which is one month after the kind of major plot point of uh, yoda one of last right. so it feels like a lot of these like major plot like they're all starting at ground zero but i wouldn't be surprised the next major one is like eight months after that yeah, yeah, yeah. slowly start building out the last like important bits as we move along yeah. and if you if you're a timeline sicko they they do so far line up pretty well you can kind of if you wanted to you could splice the scenes yeah from one like to the, the next there there's a, a scene at the end or towards the end of the comic where the droid's talking with elzar and it's like yeah that that thing that happened with yoda on that other planet recently mm-hmm. which was the one that happened in issue one where um what's his uh, name? eyeball dude uh n- yeah. nuked, a, nuked a planet or at least a, a city um anyways, aslan, rail. aslan rail crashes the the capital ship into the city so yeah it's 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 working i'm kind of we'll see how it works all four issues along with tales of light and life kind of occupying the same space but yeah yeah you could uh you could start with this one um but if you're listening to this you've already read issue one yeah absolutely Um, i i i I still think so far also having uh, this is where i will peek into my having read parts of eye of darkness hat um I still think it might be fun or good to read all of Shadow Starlight before the book, but we'll see. I, yeah, I, I'll I will probably be able in in that uh camp. I'll probably be able to leave, read all four <coughs> issues and then get into the, by the time I get to the book. As someone who's like forty or fifty pages in, this is not spoiler, but so far there have been two chapters. One that is effectively a recap of this issue yes. um yeah. it's it's elzar and chancellor so talking and they cover a lot of the beats from here and then there is uh, a chapter that i assume will be recapping issue three 
which is the the bells that are the the bells that of our story um yeah. i'm really looking to issue three but we're on issue two which i thought was great uh it didn't go as hard as the first one just because was... it was sort of hard to top it's issue one moment. was so insane yeah issue one was really i felt like this one was maybe a little too dialogue heavy this maybe, was, it was very character bit. focused and just like not a lot it makes sense given happen. who we're talking oh, yeah. about um I, so getting into like kind of diving well we have the the nice flashback moment of the trio the, the polestar uh group firebrands if you're a, a shipper um yeah and um yeah i mean this is a great issue i i re- i like to think that uh, my theory is the tythonic resonator thing that he's trying to communicate with people yeah. is the giant rock that baby yoda sits on in season two of the mandalorian because that was also on tython and they're using right. it to communicate with jedi across the galaxy so mm-hmm. that's it's a idea. it's a cool call out i know that tython is a is a big deal right. in the old republic but it i don't think it had been even mentioned in canon until mando it, uh, i don't I, think I thought, so i thought that was a place known as zepho is the zepho, zepho yeah. is the jedi fallen order yeah fallen uh, zepho the, uh, is like order. we weren't allowed to use tython <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, essentially. So it's just it's is it's always cool seeing callouts like that. Um, uh, another cool thing that this issue gave us time for timeline nerds is it tells us exactly when uh, Eye of the Storm issue number two came out uh, was in the timeline because we see uh, Martian's um, oh, broadcast in this one, which is also he gives that in the end of that yep. series. Of so. That issue there, and right if it ends up not lining up, we can man. just say it was a rebroadcast. Yeah, he was yeah. Watching they, it on they, DVR. they hit the reruns. It's a syndicated television yeah. or syndicated exactly. hollow net. Got to yeah. wait for that better uh, time slot there. Right. Uh, I. Yes, yeah, so, I mean it's it's one of my biggest complaints about Phase One was that uh, Avar was sort of hyped up to be like. I would say the main character we thought she was going to be because she's on mm-hmm. the cover of Light of the Storm or Light, Light of the Jedi. Jedi. Light Jedi. And uh, she's like she, the main she, character of Light of the Jedi. Yeah, or at least seems to be. And then she's on the cover and in a lot of the comic, but ultimately she doesn't have a whole lot of screen time in Phase 1. That was, yeah, that I heard I heard that complaint a lot. She's, yeah, in Light of the Jedi a lot and then takes a backseat for the next two adult novels, is not in any other, well, she's kind of in Mission to Disaster, but like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be seriously counting that. Um, and then I just re-listened to that book. Oh wait, Mission Disaster. No, I yeah, I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah, and then she just like meets with Emery at, at one point. Anyways, yeah. and then she's in like the back third of the comic books, which she plays a good role in that. But she does. For yeah, for a but basically poster it's cool character. To... Yeah, yeah. Well, and like they they have this great thing going of of the big three here, and I think that it seems like I, we're like, finally with Stellan gone getting to dive into that. Yeah. And, I like, think that, the fallen star was people like, I think that's when a lot of people were like, where is Avar? Right. <laughs> He's uh, comics, I, do have a, I do have, a, it seems interesting that we've never really seen like, even in phase one, like Avar, Elzar and Stellan, like all together at the same time doing the same thing. Right. Like, it's like there's big trio here, but we've, I can't wish we may have like a, a flashback story of them as Padawans or as, kids like do having like at least one adventure together just so we could see how well they were actually like together if right. i yeah if i can put on my clown mask for a second i think once Please. phase three is once phase three is done yeah we need to all just get some that we put on <laughs> it's uh, like the the was it the dark knight movie just like we all have little, yeah yeah little face um i think <laughs> once mask. phase three is done they're obviously not going to abandon high republic i think they're going to go back and plop in stories throughout the timeline and one of them has to be 
a book about the young firebrands because they've got these two panels here which are great it's them foolishly walking around the temple with their lightsabers yeah. engaged uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, off, boys. my, my head canon is that they just got them like they just built them with huyang yeah. and they're like woo um man they just got them and stellan still has a full beard so <laughs> yeah he, he's seven in that <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um, he's got a padawan braid true he does have a padawan braid but uh yeah it's I, it, it's been a great issue. I will say, yeah, for for people that wa- want to know, Avar is in Eye of the Storm. She has POV chapters, so she's Sweet. you know, uh, she's nice, definitely nice. going to be playing a lot more of a role in this. But I really, one thing that I really liked with we this hope. issue, it was the droids because you have yeah, yeah, kind of droids carrying on the legacy of a character from Phase One. You have Casey. Estella, Estella Maru's droid with Avar, oh, yeah, that and was you have Maru. four, five, RIP, and then uh, four. It's like JR or JJ like, four six four five or something like and that. And remembering, I tried to like go back through, but in this issue, they didn't like say exactly. Which I feel bad because I'm pretty sure it's one of those cases where the droid was named after like like a make a wish kid kind of type situation, oh. if I remember correctly. Um, but this droid that uh, this is the droid that Stellan gave Elzar mm-hmm. in fallen stars it's kind of like a practical joke and it it takes it much more literally where it's like i'm doing what stellan's doing the droid so like it's not even like a hey reader you know you can make that connection yourself it's like no it's straight up just like what would stellan do the droid right Um, (laughs) and it's great it has a really it has some like a really fantastic moment here i do hope he continues to have these great moments i hope that this wasn't like the one writer's like, oh yeah, I want to make sure I do something cool at four or five and then forget all about him. Yeah. JJ five one four five. Um okay. the Wook doesn't have anything about the okay. behind the scenes. But good, good, good. Uh yeah, it was cool to see him. We've never actually like seen him on page. Mm-hmm. Uh also I noticed he has thin arms because he could not control Starlight Beacon when it was crashing. Weak noodly <laughs> arms. It was, yeah. it was, literally. Uh also just I think I think my favorite scene is is the opening one with just Avar and Elzar talking, because uh, it's a nice moment where like this uh, you mentioned shippers like they're gonna eat this up yeah because yeah like I, I Elzar to... even says like but what about us yeah she's like there can't be an us I'm a Jedi and I'm like oh they're yeah we got some and, and, she's like, and you're a Jedi too and Elzar's like... gonna f- hurl another floating island in face yeah. <laughs> Like that's what like I got a question like Elzar's down bad for Chris right like he's oh, like, yeah. right like he doesn't have like is he just like not picking up any of the what she's laying down here? Yeah, I think I mean he gets it, but they've been having the same conversation for what twenty years. It's been I don't yeah. know how I don't know how old like 10, they are, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say my favorite scene, however, was towards the end where Avar gets like the projection from Elzar, and you know has a moment of hope and ignites her lightsaber for light and life towards the end. That was no, good. That's pretty that was sick. good. And yeah. you're like, Oh, get the lightsaber. I think my favorite that I'm glad we have three different ones. is like when Elzar is about to be like, all right, we just go in, we, we slow drive into the, the, the uh, wall. And then we hyperdrive through it. And the droid is just like activates his Geos's lightsaber through the control panel. That is so it's good. Like, I was like, oh man, that's this is why comics are great because it's such you you flip the page and like, oh lightsaber. That's hey, so yeah. if I brutal. if I am irresponsible and drop like four hundred dollars tomorrow, I can recreate that panel for you. Is that tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. 
comes out. Our first High Republic major merch drop. We, the Stellan Saber. Yeah. We didn't mention in the news there is a comic book coming. Oh with yeah. That lightsaber. Is that, was that? Yeah, I guess that was probably in the last two weeks. Was uh, <laughs> if it, you if you drop like four hundred ish dollars reportedly, we don't know the exact price still. Um, you get the Stellan lightsaber, which is probably gonna be sold out by the time this episode airs. And then there is a there's a comic book next to it that no one knew what it was. Like it's this variant cover uh for heart with harvey tolabao for high republic adventures and i was like I, I i did call it correctly i think it was also the only obvious solution it was the annual with just a special yeah. cover of stellan on it so i was just really worried that they were about to put out a, a new exclusive phase story. one comic and then i was more worried that it was going to make me buy the god dang lightsaber yeah. <laughs> which i i would it's actually a really cool looking lightsaber. I yeah. just don't I don't okay, buy so lightsabers. Which you where I have one of those are eight more of these. <laughs> Definitely the lightsaber. Eight more timeline books. Um yeah, it's it looks sick. Um yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh and but, it was and that saber was featured heavily in this issue, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. it's it's still one of the coolest designs sure. of any lightsaber to date. Uh, I mean, it will, it will be on the cover of a book, uh, the lightsaber, basically like ca- a coffee table book that's coming out in April, I think, as of right and now. Delayed a couple times, so yeah. who I knows? There, I was about to say, like, I thought that one already came out. Or, no, like, there was a, like a couple versions of There it. was an original version, like lightsaber collection from Inside Editions uh, a couple years ago, and then this higher public one was legit announced like almost two years ago. It was at Celebration, right? It, or maybe even before I, I can't remember where it was, but it. To be fair to them, they announced it uh, so long ago, and the date was it was like April 2024, and we're like that yeah. must be a typo with how far away nope. that is, and no, it was not. Um, have we talked about General Vise at all? Nope. No. Okay, so General Vise is back. Um, she is a myriad another species we found out lives a long time. I guess also Vernestra's having this thing too uh, with Acolyte, but. General Vise, the villain from The Blade from Phase 2 oh. comics, uh, the mercenary general, is back as a part of the Nihil in Phase 3. Um, so, Wait, Was she in this comic? She is in this comic. Uh, when you see um, Avar towards the end looking through her quadnox at the little ship, that is Vise's ship. Um, oh, really? Yep. I guess she actually might not appear physically in this, but that is her ship. Um I'm trying to look through the text to see if she's name dropped. It would probably be bolded, and I don't see it. But yes, that is her. Um, so and she she survived the last one, so it makes sense that they yeah. would, could bring her yeah. back. So that's that gives us good hope that there truly is going to be a Broken Blade miniseries. Yeah, that that also is just a weird. Anyways, we don't have to get. We don't into have that time. Now. We don't have time to get into that <laughs> next week. Light speed skipping. Uh, on to the next <laughs> thing. No, uh, this is a cool issue. I'm excited for the Bell issue, which probably also I'm just gonna guess has Buryaga in it next month. In um, Amber, it does. Yeah, Amber. which uh, that one it would be good to read Tales of Light and Life. I think it'll probably yes. it'll probably it'll probably cover. Yeah, I'll probably uh, I'll give you. It's been pretty. These have been pretty decent, honestly, giving you recaps of where we are right now. In the timeline and in the I think story. that's the one we have been most excited for. What's crazy to me though, still, is that like Burry's one of the biggest cliffhangers from the Fallen Star, right? Mm-hmm. And like yeah, they hyped it up so much on like Christina's always talking about that on the High Republic that, show. That where's Burry? Where's Burry? Burry like milk carton. Milk carton, yeah. And then they they cover the story in a in a short story collection and a comic book. 
Because if this and is not was, a spoiler, if you pick up Eye of Darkness, he's there from the get yeah. He's on like the first page. Maybe not the first, but after the prologue, he's right there. And it's just like, oh, I guess Burry's back. Yeah. And like, um, big surprise. Not only that, but he wasn't announced. Like you didn't have, you don't read it and find it out on your own. He like was announced as being alive on like a, I can't, was it a Twitter post? Cause it was like before, like it was before New York City Comic Con because the book was being sold early there. I think or, you're maybe right. Yeah. There was a little bit of hubbub. And they were like, hey, he's back. And we're like, okay. <laughs> Which also, to be fair, it was, it was the worst cliffhanger ever. Like, obviously. Like, we didn't see him die. You're not going to kill off your your Very much Kelly. a rule. Like, if you don't see a body, there's no death. And with that one, yeah, like we that, just, like, we you know, like Mace Windu. <laughs> okay, come Shush. on, stop. The, the, the one, <laughs> that is the one exception. He cannot come back. Exactly. That's what this. That's what this four issue mini series is. Building up to. Hey, well, I okay. I have to say, speaking of Mace Windu, um, <laughs> they've been putting out some Phase Three comic, uh, Phase Three concept art, um, and Miro Locks, who is a character from Tales of Light and Life with Am- it's Amadeo Zazo's master. Yeah, they're like, here's the concept art for Miro Locks. Miro Locks's lightsaber is straight up Mace Windu's lightsaber, but on the side panel there is a like little like gold um not the main high republic logo but the one that kind of looks like a lotus um yeah 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 it, it is just mace windows lightsaber i'm like uh yeah so hey i guess you know maybe mace windu is a big mirror locks fan i don't know that would be great that's what that's gonna be revealed in the mini- <laughs> no in too. the living force book he's gonna be talking in his pov chapters like man i just love mirror locks so i have his rookie card uh, <laughs> and i just had to make his lightsaber it's like how uh, Obi Wan found the inscription on the wall from Orla Jereni. Yeah, yeah, Orla and Comac. Or yeah, yeah. In and, uh, we're yep. So we're gonna keep seeing those those new callbacks. Well, I mean, also we're, we don't have to go too far in this. Living Force, like the book synopsis straight up was like it doesn't say in that word those words, but they're like we're going to a higher public outpost to shut it down, to like decommission it. So and y'all mentioned nice. him earlier, and I. I didn't bring it up, but yeah, I'm so excited for John. Just like the gripping back. the chairs, like I need, I can't go on a tangent right now. Yeah, I that <laughs> book, I'm so stoked for. Uh, that I think also comes out in January with uh, the potential final issue of Afra. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> well, no, that it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, whatever it is, the final yeah, issue of the Afra 2020 run. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, so Any? two good issues. We we didn't really mention uh, the art at all. I. Ario, obviously, great to see him back. I didn't realize oh, yeah. until until you read out the credits that uh, he had uh, an assist on this. Uh-huh. I never, I never know. Sometimes you can tell, but like when there's two the artist switches, listed, it like, can be hard to tell when. Yeah, occasionally, like if they're really breaking up duties, it'll say which pages each one drew. Mm-hmm. Um, this one flows really well. It's, yeah, like I, usually when you see that, it's like Everdale after switching off, where like, oh, there's a flashback segment done by yeah, the yeah, artist, yeah. right? Like in um in the Bake Off issue, it's very easy to tell right. who what. But uh, but this is all great. Um, I we were talking about it I, the other day. I really like the way Ario draws huts. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about them, but Ario's great with Armada, huts. Yeah, uh, Palaville and Nelly great with Trandoshans. That's my those are my two like <laughs> very specific. Artist preferences, but yeah, I I have I never God I never know how to turn. I do have that page of Keeve 
from oh yeah yeah the first run so we'll see when he puts up his phase three if i need to buy a, a sister page with updated yeah. key uh, yeah we just saw tales of the tales or was it tales from oh, the death star tales from the death star original went art today. went up from one Ooh. of the artists uh I haven't looked at the prices yet. It's almost Christmas. I don't know. If, I, I can't. Yeah. I th- and I think it was, I tried to look, I didn't see anything posted you on the website. Email. You have to email and just inquire. So like, that's always like, a. Mm, yeah. Like, it's like, like Oh, I have to ask. I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then who was the show? Was the Marika Presta, who I believe did a fill in issue on phase one. Um, like, like one of the, I, I was just recently, for reasons I'm not going to get into now, but I'll talk about later. I I was digging through all the credits. Um, uh, I do not see. Am I right on that? In the phase one credits for someone, someone did a fill in issue. Okay, I guess it wasn't. Uh, uh George's Genty was the main one. Yeah. Um, and I see some, there. Um, those like, yeah, Ario and George's was were the okay. only uh pencils. Well, it's but, not important, but I I like the art. Uh, I know some people were talking about. It wasn't my favorite. I think the big thing is like face proportions were off in a few panels, but like overall, this wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, I thought I like, I liked the action really well. Uh, I, yes. When we're talking about the faces, there's the arts really fluid in the action. I love the way Keeve looks in that one where she's doing her. We're back to Uh, high Republic. Number yeah. one. Okay. Okay. I was talking about Chad Starlight, but anyway. Uh, sorry, I said Keeve. I meant Avar. Okay. All right. Um, Back again. <laughs> I, yeah. I, sorry. Switching I see a green lightsaber, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the 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 shot of her blocking all those blasters is one of my favorite panels. And now the face looks a little more uh, sort of puttyish in the next page where she yeah. says the Jedi will not abandon you, but this that's is, still a pretty metal panel. This is this is also not an artist thing, but uh, I mean, she drew it, but like. It is interesting that the High Republic or the Starlight Beacon is all in one piece in the ocean. Oh yeah, split yeah. in two. I was like, that was probably they just, yeah. They just landed one on top of each other. Yeah, yeah when you if, if if you look at the cover and then you look at that first page, like the way that Phil Noto drew it versus the way it's drawn on the interiors is totally. It's kind of like um, in Ashes of Jeddah when you see Jeddah and there's like a like a corner of it missing. Yeah, uh, when Luke goes to it, and you're like, "But that's not what happened in yeah. Rogue <laughs> It's more than a corner. It's like a half of the planet is just yeah. gone. <laughs> and or or you know, like how Death Star Two, maybe she didn't have had that big chunk of the throne hey, room. We don't still need to get that Kefir. right now. You're, Oz is a Rise Skywalker enjoyer, so I, I I but my point is, destruction is just what you make of it. Yeah, it's you know exactly from a certain point it's of artistic. view. Artistic, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, great art all around. Oh, I did find that she did say General Visa's name at some point. So there you go. That's oh, nice. Not okay. Uh, but yeah, overall, cool up, cool issue. Looking forward to what is coming next. Any final thoughts on this before kind of come to a close? Um, no, I, I'm great start to phase three. It's sort of weird that these are running in tangent, mm-hmm. but that's just comics publishing. Uh, oh, yeah. We, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we do not recommend release order as a strict guide. No, we we do need to update. We it. do need to update our higher public uh, reading order on the website. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, you can you can get by. But. Yeah, uh, but with all that said, the issues that some of the other issues that came out this past two weeks was Darth Vader forty. Um, mm-hmm. Had a lot of interesting conversation around it, which kind of surprised me because I don't think it just felt like another issue of Vader to me. 
Um, I thought so too. I I finally got caught up because I saw there was some buzz, uh, and it was it was a cool issue. I'm digging this post Handmaiden arc, agreed, uh, yeah. more than I had, and the way it ties in with Dark Droids. It's but yeah, it didn't. Like I feel like that's like the first time in a long time, like a, this like comic has shocked me. Like, oh wait, Vader's really going to do be willing to do that for his like for his power? Yeah. Like, I, I I can see definitely on your guys' reaction, especially Jacob's reaction. It's like, yeah, whatever. But it, to me, it's like, oh wow, okay. Like Vader's willing to sacrifice, and like you know, like he's finally like it, I've never seen Vader be in a position position where he had to do something for more power. He's always like, yeah. I always have the yeah. strength within myself to do. I this. think it maybe would have hit harder if they hadn't <clears throat> teased him getting turned so many times yeah. throughout the dark droids event we well it's uh, like we always knew it was gonna happen we just didn't know how so yeah which it was cool that it was voluntary but speaking of dark droids dark droids number four did come out traditionally we've been kind of talking about things as they come out but uh, like i mean we had to talk about high republic let's be real yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're gonna talk about dark droids number four next episode uh yes. we also had dr afro 38 another great one uh yep. really kind of interested like those those that was a really good one that like really pushed the story further past Dark Droids 4? I have uh, not read it yet. Does it feel like they're building to a finale? Oh, of the series. Oh, kind, <laughs> kind of. They're, uh, I guess like the, the, the premise is they get Magna back. So there are emotions that are at play. So, oh, they're um, so sweet together. So, and then Mando Season 2, 6. Yeah, and yeah. Peach Momoko Visions, which... Oh, hell yeah. That was dope. The art was amazing. I don't know. Like, I was like... Well, when she did the beta black, white, and red, I'm like, it was so sick, but I, it was kind of a fever dream and there was no dialogue and there was no dialogue in this for an entire issue of a series of a comic. Yeah. So I found myself, I was just like narrating what I'm seeing yeah. to try and like follow it. It was really cool. Read uh, Like I'd... if you don't read the like, like, um, like summary page at the beginning of comics normally for Star Wars, read this one. Cause it actually tells you what's going on. Um, I may have skipped that. That's yeah, a good it's, like, it's, it's, it's like it's like this character is doing this, and this character is doing this, and that, oh, like with yeah. that in mind, oh, it's okay. like I can see what's happening. Now I haven't watched either season of Visions in a while. Does it tie in with a specific no, one? It, it's it, I didn't think so. Uh, it's about I mean, based on her black, white, and red mm-hmm. uh, story, it's pretty much what I expected. It's this is like what this Visions it's concept trippy. should be. Yeah, is this like. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Just like go hard. And she did. She like you like you couldn't do this as a Star Wars number Series. 45 or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, this couldn't be a fill issue. But for visions, visions where it works. where canon doesn't matter. And I know people get, oh, but what? It, it, don't worry about it. it yeah. Continuity. It could be canon. It could not be. It really doesn't matter. Uh, it's cool. I am curious. As I mentioned on our last episode, she's doing. The upcoming the round of Ultimate X Men. Yeah, is she gonna put I, dialogue in that? I don't know because <laughs> she is the writer and artist. That's that, gonna be wild for an ongoing like, X Men. Yeah, if an X Men had no dialogue, the two issue be... preview or two page preview in that Ultimate Universe book did not have dialogue. So I'm now I thought that was just a a little tease. Now That'd I'm kind of thinking that book's not dude. gonna have words. So I will. <laughs> How long can I'll you have keep a new dialogue? Because like I always like have like the thoughts about like the Chewbacca miniseries happened a while back. Like it's hard to have a convert like a, a story where your main character can't talk. Yeah, um, but even he had the little girl kid who that could can translate. translate-ish. Yeah, uh, or yeah. just at least talk to him. Yeah. Um, 
every now um, and then it it can work marvel years and years this was maybe like 20 years ago they had a month uh, where they did Nuff Said, which was Stan Lee's catchphrase, and a whole bunch of books did silent issues, but it was like a mm. gimmick. So it was yeah. built around that. You, I, I don't Going know. Going more than like four issues of that would be... We'll see. Hey. You yeah. Know. Uh, you'll have to like keep him. us posted on that. So I will. And anyway, check out Visions Momoko. The next one is from, I believe, the guy who did, did the, first the other one. one shot. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm still not entirely sure if it's how it's different but we'll hey we'll also buy it i'm a sucker uh, takashi yeah. uh omazaki yeah okazaki okazaki okay so those are the issues that came out we're talking about dark droids number four and maybe some other stuff next time uh some other issues that are coming out over the next two weeks though are bounty hunters number 40 only two more issues after that r.i.p uh d squad number three um didn't you we, say and i haven't read it yet but that that dark droids does kind of because spoil. d squad just shows up and you're like these not all of you have like teamed up yeah, yet it's been so. shown up yet. yeah again release order and the way yeah. comic books but i think all four issues of d squad maybe take place between like three and four of, probably or, or two yeah. and four of dark droids uh so we got d squad number three it you know camp masterpiece hyperspace no- stories number 11 that's the penultimate issue of hyperspace stories and then Kenobi number three of five, I think, for that adaptation. I can't remember how many. I think it's six, but six. However many episodes. I mean, we'll get that's how many episodes it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but which is... I didn't mention when uh, you said Mando came out this week. Uh, that's the Ahsoka episode, right? Episode six. Oh yeah, I. I don't know. I need to like yell at Unknown Comics because I ordered the Peach Momoko variant from them with Ahsoka. Oh yeah, but yeah, I need that shipped to me at some point. But maybe it was. I six. have not. Uh, I have not been reading those. I've watched the show. My plan is when both season two and Kenobi are done, I'm going to finally read all of those adaptations. I'm just gonna yeah. wait for the inevitable omnibus that uh, will have all <laughs> the, the, all the, omnibus? The, the Mandoverse stuff. That'd be so insane. All right. Well. <laughs> but no andor probably let's be real uh yeah, yeah. Bo- book of boba fett's gonna get a comic andor will not and i will continue to cry but if and they'll it all does, be drawn by salvador LaRocca. yeah and if it, it if it does get one you will hear about it a week later here on this podcast <laughs> or three weeks depending on the timing but with that said that'll do it for this week's episode of the cosmic force don't forget to like and subscribe right here on youtube where you can watch us every other wednesday uh we encourage you to also subscribe to the audio version on whatever podcast platform you listen to uh you can follow us on twitter and tweet at the show at cosmic force show to stay informed about star wars comic book news you can also follow the show hosts as well i am at jacob Bausch, uh, Caleb is at Caleb Lamanek, and Oz is just Oz. For reviews, articles, and news for the rest of the wide galaxy of Star Wars content, be sure you visit utini.com. We also encourage you to join our Discord community by going to utini.com slash Discord. And you can also start supporting the show at uh, by heading to patreon.com slash utini and start receiving exclusive perks at just $5 a month. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Carl Sander, Michael Fry, and Raven Bazinski on our Jedi High Council, and James T, Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, Chris Carrizo, and Sally and Chris Ireson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Thank you again, Caleb and Oz, for hosting with me, and a special thank you to all the listeners for joining us this week yet again. Uh, we really appreciate you, and of course, as always, may the Force be with you.